podcast we're not a bad cod podcast i almost said a codcast there we are the podcast the big gold belt wrestling podcast um we have everyone here except dr m he's in his post wrestlemania hole we'll hopefully find him sooner than later um mr d wayne the roman reigns era is officially in full swing and i assume you're loving every single minute of it just accept it (laughs) he's the guy well, that's what he's saying for now, I suppose. Um, Mr. I'm Two Chains, did you get to watch New Japan Invasion Attack? No. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Oh, I was, ask, I was asking if Two Chains watched it. Oh, no, I haven't had... This is my only free time right now. I, I got. I had a couple of movies, and I got, one, I got a big one tomorrow, so I don't know when I'm going to have any time. What are you watching tomorrow? <laughs> Oh, you should know. I said a, a big Civil one. War. Civil War. Wait, yeah. when does that officially come out? May six. Six. Oh, you're getting a super sneak peek then. But I will say this off the record, though. Robert Shop 3 was really good. Have you seen Jungle really? Book yet? Is Jungle Book on previews at your theater yet? Jungle Book was really good. I'm excited to see it. So this weekend is definitely the weekend to just roll the dice and whatever one is available to see. On the times, uh, you know the time frame you have, go see either one. You cannot go wrong. Cool, um, Mr. Silly Sellis. We haven't said hello to you yet. Hello. Hello. Um, what can I say? Let me ask this question: Will anybody be interested in working for WWE Creative? Because I heard on the radio on my way home that WWE is hiring a temp to be part of their creative team, and they one of the qualifications is you need to have a car that you can use to drive whatever is needed to be done. What? I ain't trying to get people coffee. It's an attempt. The WWT could be part of the creative team. It's like basically a temp. And the only qualifications is you have to have one year of experience in TV writing or radio. Tell your wife to apply for that. She did TV stuff. She's not going to do it. Well, if she was as awesome as she should be, she should live up to her full potential, Marcellus. Tell her to apply. She, you're right. You're right. But at the same time, it says you have to know about the industry as well. She's, I mean, she is a Redskins fan. Crying. She's already not living up to yeah. her potential. Exactly. Um, so before we dive into too much more wrestling, I heard some news on the dirt sheets. Again, have no idea how serious this is, but apparently Bray Wyatt may have suffered a knee injury in Milan at the live event they Jesus. were doing today. Um, it was a few minutes into his match. I'm just going to read the report uh, verbatim. This is from WrestleZone.com. It says, WWE is currently running a live event in Milan, Italy, and according to several live social media reports, Bray Wyatt might have suffered an injury during his match against your boy D. D Wayne, Roman Reigns. A few minutes into the match, Wyatt landed on his feet and appeared to slip. He then grabbed a hold of his leg, and the match abruptly ended. 
And then they have a picture of, like, the officials helping Bray Wyatt to the back, and he's holding his knee. It's not Roman Reigns' fault. I mean, it sounded like it was, you know, just pure accident, but that stinks if that's true because that's another guy that they – I mean, they could probably afford to lose him because they don't seem like they put him in anything too serious storyline-wise. I don't consider a three-on-three feud with the League of Nations to be serious, but – they could use that guy. He's got magnetism, and he can go babyface or heel pretty easily. They're using him as babyface right is now, the new which is Mr. weird. Kennedy. So, no, that's not what the Mr. Kennedy reference is, okay? He's the new Mr. Kennedy. He's not. Um, but I just I just wanted to throw that out there in case fans hadn't heard. He's better. What? Bray Wyatt is not better than Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. <laughs> um, I don't know. Anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, so I'm assuming you guys all watch Raw. Um, is it? Maybe this is just my opinion, but it seemed like some people agree with me on Twitter. That I think we've had a really good two weeks of Raw in a row, you guys. Uh, I, I, oh I'm, come on! You got Cesaro and Kevin Owens to start the show. Yeah, but that's how Raw's been to me for, like, the past year or two. Like, the first hour from 8 to 9 has been great. Then the second hour from 9 to 10 has been okay. And then when you get to the last hour, it's like, can I go to bed? I, then, I'll agree with you on the last been, hour part. This has been so powerful for, like, the last 10 years. I mean, <laughs> I thought the first two hours were really good. You had Sami Zayn and AJ Styles in that sec- second hour and Natty and Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, or, trust me, the matches were good, and it's never about the matches. The problem with me for WWE this past two weeks was storyline continuum and storyline development. Because which you stories? Had a whole lot of stuff that didn't make sense. Which stories aren't you liking? First, why is Shane McMahon running Raw? If he lost to The Undertaker, and this whole feud up to saying, Shane, you can run Raw if you win, but if you lose, you know, you know, basically get out. And then he runs Raw for the last two weeks. So what was the point of the match? So, yeah. I mean, once again, it makes that WrestleMania match seem pointless, even though it had good spots in it. But what was the point of it? Hey, look, look. I have an answer. I have an answer for this. You want to know why? <laughs> One is because the so-called social media. But two, let's put it this way. That wasn't my answer. Raw, I mean, WrestleMania is kind of like the, the, the season ending of, of, of the whole WWE. So it's kind of like, okay, well, Raw is the season premiere of the next season, so let's just forget about everything else that happened because guess what? It's the season premiere, so we can do basically anything we want. That's what I feel about it. You can't say it's a season premiere because they always claim the season premiere is like in September and it's like a random It's during sweeps week, yeah. But no, I I see what D1's saying. It's like the reset. Yeah, I I do too. I do too. Look, Shane McMahon match with the Undertaker never made sense in the in at all. And because of everybody, including a free un, a, a few unnamed individuals that saw sense in that match happening in the first place, is the reason why the outcome makes just as much as no sense. Because one, like I originally said since day one, how in the world was the Undertaker booked as the hill in this match? And why does it make sense that he's working for uh, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. So, so before the match even took place, 
it didn't even matter how it was going to outcome because it wasn't going to make sense in the first place anyway. So now that it has happened, <laughs> and now that this fake proclaimed social media is the reason why he's running it, the match never made sense. There's there's no such thing as this black box that was supposed to happen. And forget it. You just live with it. All right. So you remember when this first this match first came out? I said one of the first things I said is they're doing this to sell tickets. They did it so he could jump 20 feet off of a cell at WrestleMania. So I mean, that's something to talk about. I mean, I guess that's not really... It's here nor there. It's like he's kind of like a positive babyface authority figure for at least the short term. Because you can't have the authority come back after both getting speared by Roman Reigns immediately. Um, I, I guess what I think I hear... What I think maybe Marcellus, you might be worried about is like... If they the authority when they do come back, hopefully it's not like a power struggle thing. Because you're right, Shane lost control in the company, so like that should be it. But I, I guess maybe to, the way to explain the booking now is we have a seventy some year old geriatric running the company, so his decisions don't always make sense. Yeah, that, that's that's true, and and it's more than just the Shane stuff. The Shane stuff is a little bit, you know under the water like for example we're promoting all these new number one contenders first of all i love cesaro he, he had a great match and against kevin owens put him against the Miz. it's going to be a great feud but what happened with zach Ryder? we're, we're spotlighting zach Ryder, saying he overcame cancer in high school and all this stuff and he had his wrestlemania moment he, had a rematch. he has no title he has no title he had he has a, he had his rematch on smackdown so. yeah yeah wait 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 yeah I'm about to say if we even go any further zach Ryder's not completely out the picture now they're he's still very relevant in his picture on smackdown taping yeah so so the right now what they're doing is what they always been doing with the ic title there's no one one two man feud. There's just like this one guy that has the belt that could command the might skills in order to put himself in different predicaments. Like Kevin Owens had it and just was just like, Well, I'm gonna start a feud with this person on Raw, this person on SmackDown, and this person on social media and that's how I'm gonna catch well, that gotcha. I think, and I think maybe the purpose of Zack Ryder winning it and losing it subsequently in the moment with his dad and all that, bringing up his past battle cancer is not. It wasn't to make him intercontinental champion. It was to make him relevant and to get fans to care about him again. So he he can be on Raw. He can be on SmackDown. You couldn't have really made sense of that, you know, a couple months ago. So this has all been a good thing for Zack Ryder. I think he would tell you he prefers this spotlight as opposed to tagging with Mojo Rawley down in Florida. Trust me, I totally understand it. But my, my biggest thing is, if he's won WrestleMania, he's on Raw. And, and granted, SmackDown, I, I, I'm not trying to disregard SmackDown at all. But if the main funding of your company on free TV is a three-hour TV show, in which the SmackDown now is basically a two-hour supplement of what your main show is, yeah. how does he go from WrestleMania to Raw to not even showing up on Raw in three weeks? Or two <laughs> weeks, actually. I, so here's, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Here's my thing. It, every. The Zack Ryder stuff is nothing but a feel-good story to make say, yay, to make the crowd cheer. Let's let's be real. I'm with Aaron right here. The past two weeks of Raw have been probably some of the best I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, let's go through the let's go through what was great last night, and I put okay. a poll up to our fans, and everybody really liked that uh, Kevin Owens Cesaro match that opened the show. I enjoyed I enjoyed the whole story with Kevin Owens kind of getting kicked out of the building so he couldn't interfere with Sami Zayn, and then classic it was. And then I enjoyed Sami Zayn, even though he almost died on his head towards the end of that match. 
Um, he's like he's like Daniel Bryan level scary. Where like I just don't want him to get hurt, and he like it's. I guess I just don't know if I'm being worked or if he's legitimately going that hard. But Sami Zayn, AJ Styles was great. Um, mm-hmm. The main event was fun for what it was. I think Roman Reigns is in a tough spot when he's not being treated like a top babyface, being put in the main event in the top babyface role. Um, it was weird. Like Bray Wyatt would get cheered when he would hurt the bad guys, but then you'd have C chance when Del Rio would do anything. Um, the Charlotte Natty thing, I loved the way they progressed that. I, Dr. Phil, MVP of the week for me, by the way. Um, it was, that, that surprised me. He I mean, really... A lot of you know, a lot of you guys have complained about Ric Flair kind of maybe holding Natty back, and I think they started to bring that that realism a little bit with Doctor Phil saying, "You don't need your dad; you're good enough." And the woo off in the back, and him chiming in on commentary after the match, I thought that was absolutely great. And it, and again, we're getting Natty in a position where we wouldn't have really seen her in a contendership spot a couple months ago, and here she is going to probably wrestle for the title at Payback. And I honestly would like to see Rick accidentally cost Charlotte the title. Have her pick it back up again soon, like Dr. M and I talked about on Sunday's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, a, I mean, those are what what I mentioned there, four matches. And then we didn't even talk about the fact that the Bullet Club showed up. That's, that's, not, a bad, that's not a bad week of Raw there. Or what they're going to do with them. But two teams, you was trying to interject in. I know you wanted to say something as a, as a counterpart or even supporting Aaron as well. Now, I was I mean, going, he I was wants going to support back, me. I was going back to what Dwayne was saying about uh, Zack Ryder. I, I, like we kind of discussed uh, last night, I, I think that the Zack Ryder, as far as it being um, a feel-good thing, I thought it was just one of those unpredictable outcomes that we didn't see coming, but not sort of less booked for feel-good, but that definitely booked for a fact of throwing people way off that, hey, you guys aren't going to Operation hijack our booking for this show. Like you're gonna get what we give you. And Zack Ryder being put in that spot was just one of those like wild cards. Just like this, this just happened, and y'all deal with it. And then the fact right. again that it's in the IC uh, title is this makes so relevant as another contender in the picture. Yeah, right. And yeah. I don't, I don't look at SmackDown as the subpar show to Raw, although, you know, it's not recorded live, and, and Raw is definitely the one that's been televised for uh, years and years, but SmackDown, it's, and, and, and even if we go back to the to the brand split, SmackDown is starting to be booked as if you want to see the conclusion of a story, mm-hmm. you're not going to just get it on Raw after week after week after week, you have to go to SmackDown to yep. see conclusions or developments, and that's why I think the significance of the AJ Styles and um, Chris Jericho feud was on there. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think I think we're you know from what you were saying, Sellers, you know, being relevant on WrestleMania did not being seen on Raw isn't a bad thing to me. It's this that if you really are that engaged in this storyline, you have to watch all television programming. Mm-hmm. I, I can understand that, and, and and that's a fair point. Even D Wayne made made a fair point too. I guess, you know, if you're going to, like you said, if you're going to make that surprise trigger, I, I didn't have no problem with Miz winning a title. But to me, have that continue where Zack Ryder can continue to chase the the hill. And and, and, and two James, you even mentioned about that. That's something that we don't get. You're okay with, you know, having that face chase the hill. And even if Zack Ryder doesn't 
you know, get the title back, at least he's in that moment and, and continue to be in the product. So it seemed like it just wasn't a, a quick thing just because maybe Neville was hurt or somebody else was hurt. And yeah. even the fact of, uh, you know, having uh, Kevin Owens being kicked out, like you said, Aaron, that was a classic moment. I haven't seen anybody get kicked out in an arena like that in security in a long like time. That. And I thought that was very refreshing. I mean, he's going to be I, super like salty part. next week when he comes back and he's going to blame it on Zayn and he's going to have a campaign against Shane McMahon. Wants the authority to come back. I would love to see Kevin Owens align with the authority at some point in 2016. And this is a perfect lineup for him to oh, win money. Yeah. Right? Well, dude, it, it's going to happen. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, the biggest thing about the IC Championship division and the people that play around in it is that they are like those people you work with that just know how to handle more than one task instead of just go yeah. to do the one thing and, and that. Yeah. Because. Um, it seems to be the U.S. Championship is the ones that cannot, um, that can't, that don't have any mic skills and that can't run more than one. Feet. Exactly. Well, As you said, so unless John Cena got it, then then it was pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. Right back is a where's Waldo right now? Exactly. I don't know what happened there, dude. <laughs> you know, you you repackage him. Why he's being repackaged, and then he's just gone. Then he's gone. <laughs> Lack of con- continuity. Let's talk about something more interesting, the Ryback, though. Um, I want to go to each one of you. Tell me what they're going to do with the um, – with. by the way, are they calling him Luke Gallows or Doc Gallows or what are they calling him? I think Luke, Ga- Luke Gallows, Is it Luke? I think. Okay. We're going back to his old name when he was with the, yeah. the Straight Edge Society. Sure. What are, the, what are they going to do with Gallows and Anderson? What's the long-term – trajectory here to James you you've watched these guys in New Japan like I have for a while what we know they're capable do you see them obviously they kind of were put in as heels because they beat up a good guy team even though they got cheered while doing it what's your trajectory for Gallows and Anderson does Finn Balor play a part does AJ Styles play a part are they going to really connect with that New Japan storyline that the mainstream fan wouldn't necessarily be aware of what do you think Okay, so look, I definitely have a complete change of heart with things after the recording last night with uh, the Attitude Aggression podcast. Is that out yet, and, by the way? Yeah. Which is that? The, the the thing you did with them, is that out? Um, they going to add another piece to it, and they should be releasing it today. So that's Attitude of Aggression. You can follow them at Attitude Ag, A-G-G, on Twitter. Go ahead. <sighs> Bryce has really really changed my mind about something that is very very true to booking right now and um, one of the biggest things is that we definitely always getting on the back of creative to not taking the angles to we're booking and um, you know not coming up with the the real tricky storylines and mm-hmm. just what we want to hear and, and, and with that I'm almost to the point where you know, we've been we've been kind of wishing for this Samoan um, faction, and now we're like, okay, are we gonna get the Bullet Club? Are they gonna be booked? Are they gonna be you know booked as bulletproof? I'm almost to the point that these guys are about to just come in as a, as a direct tag team. Yep, that's it. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. As a, as I agree, Dwayne. A mini little brawling crew that's just gonna disturb the tag team um, tournament till they get a shot. Yep. I don't think they're gonna have no influence with Balor. No, with the AJ Styles, Roman Reigns. I don't agree that for a while. Agreed. Yeah, I don't. I I definitely agree. I feel like they're gonna come in. They might win the titles 
maybe about a few months from now, but they won't have any association with, and I think they're going to go with, they won't have any association with the Baller Club or Bullet, Bullet Club until Finn Baller comes up. And that's what I honestly believe. I can definitely agree with that because, you know, when they came in, the first thing I thought about was, wow, Luke Gallows has been in the WWE for a long time. I mean, I even remember what I loved him when he was Festus as far as Jesse and Festus. And that was like, you know, an uh, underappreciated gimmick at the time that kind of squashed away. And then when we went to Straight Edge Society, you know, he was just on the back of CM Punk. This is a chance for Luke Gallows, who's very talented in the ring with Carl Anderson, to have something stabilize them two as a powerhouse with them too. Like the Dudley boys did for themselves. Like the Hardys did for themselves. This is a chance if they just do it solo. And, and that's the way I received it when they came out. That they're going to do this on their own. And I'm, I'm in love with it. So you send them at the Usos. They go through the Usos. You know, kind of like what they're doing with Enzo and Casanova with the Dudleys here. So then do you see them going at the New Day? Because the New Day don't really have any. Now that they kind of put them over the League of Nations in short fashion on Raw last week. Do you see... Uh, Anderson and Gallows going at the New Day after this whole tag tournament wraps up? It's a good question because, the, and honestly, well, even with this tag team tournament, the one group or team I am really worried about is the New Day. You are putting the New Day off to the side and having them not do anything right now for maybe about two to three shows. And by the time payback comes on, let's say if they lose to whoever is the number one contenders to this tournament, the New Day's going to fold, and the New Day's going to fade away, and it's like they're going to be forgotten about. As hot as they've been, when you have no storyline or no, I guess, feud for the New Day for like a month after Mania, and even the Mania one was like a waste of time, that's very bad for how hot they have gotten it, and they're just getting left behind. Well, I don't, I don't like know it. if that's necessarily them being forgotten about. I just don't think they have any contenders in the company, except for maybe Gallows and Anderson. Well, I... I've been saying at WrestleMania that after the the um the women's the, the women the, excuse me the women's division has been repackaged um, now they're rebranded yep. they're, they're good to go. I immediately said now it's time for the tag team division to be done, and mm. this is what's happening. The new day is so over. It doesn't matter if they're face or heel because they've been heel all this time until the Edge and Christian little promo, which was two weeks before WrestleMania. So that's right. Let's just remember they just became faces. And as far as as far as it goes, they don't have to compete. All they have to do is come out, cut promos, new gear, new chants, uh, whatever. Like yeah. they're, they're going to be fine. I don't. The, the thing is, the new day is so over. People aren't looking at them as the best competitors in the tag team division. They're looking at the gimmick in wrestling. Yeah, it's entertainment so, is what it is. Right. That's all people care about because to the point where if you even listen to Raw and the crowd reaction, people aren't even listening to what they're saying. They just can't wait until the part where they say, and New Day rocks. Yeah. That's it. Right. Exactly. That's it. And the New Day rocks chat is like, all right, got my dose of New Day. I am good to go. It's like a band tour. Like, <laughs> you want to go out, you want to sing the songs and hear the hits, and you can say, oh, yeah, I, I went and did that, and that was my thing. Exactly. Kind of like the New Day. Right. Not that they're not great in the ring. I think I think Gallows and Anderson make sense. I, I don't want them to do it too soon, but like you said, the New Day do need at some point to be doing something substantial. So I agree. I agree with everything you guys said. I don't think there's going to be like a Finn Balor call up next week or anything. But no, 
nowhere, no time soon. Not like Two Chain said, SummerSlam, and I'm gonna keep riding that coattail. Two Chain said you was pushing that when we saw NXT in Dallas. You know, you was like, they don't even need to come up now. Save them for SummerSlam. Save them for SummerSlam. Yeah, I think I would like to see Balor link up with them just to maybe make some. You know, they've been hinting at it so much. It's like. I hate to be teased with this thing that could be awesome and then it just not pan out, but I don't know. Maybe that's why they call us wrestling marks and not professional wrestlers. <laughs> now, I have a question. Here's the question. If the Balor Club comes in place, do we see a Shield reunion with them? I, I, I call it that. No. And when I said that, that that's when I that's when I started saying that now we're going I'm going way too far with it. I said that um the with the puzzles with uh the shield and Roman Reigns with AJ Styles and the Bullet Club and the mix you can put up in that, it's a lot of little things you can do here. So it is. You know, if um because even even with us even with um the Usos being attacked. First person, first person everybody thinks about is Ronan Reigns. Well, I was thinking unconventional. Like this may be an opportunity for Samoa Joe to be introduced. Mm-hmm. Where you have um, Samoa Joe versus, uh, I mean, the, you know, the Samoa Fraction versus um, um, Lou Gallows and them, and you know, you can add AJ Styles to that because AJ Styles and Samoa Joe feud could be something of the future. Like it's just so many puzzles to a point where it's just like, I stop. Let's let's breathe for a minute now. Let's take things in order, and, you know. And then and then you know, I, man, the internet's going crazy with this stuff. Because I even seen people saying that, um, uh, uh, Luke Luke Gallows and um, uh, what's his name may join with Ronan Reigns. <laughs> to go against uh, AJ Styles, no. just, I don't know, just so many different no. things. But you know, back to the, the regular Shield notion. I don't think we see any type of Shield reunion until we see the Shield tri- triple threat. Maybe after that, maybe 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 you can start thinking about like maybe another Shield reunion versus a high heavy power uh, triple uh, a three man stable. Yeah, no, it's it's. I don't think you see the Shield reunite for like five or six years. You look at what they did with DX when they reunited them. It was to the point where like clearly Shawn Michaels wasn't going to have another world title run. And clearly we were tired of Triple H in the world title picture. So then you give them something else, you know, a throwback nostalgia thing that's meaningful. And Dean hasn't even had the title yet. Roman's barely had the title. Rollins is going to have just a tremendous next part of his singles run when he comes back. There's no need, you know, I agree with what what you said too, James. There's so much talent right now and so many people were excited to see. You, I was just amazed watching Raw. I said to my wife when we were watching, I said, it's really nice when I have guys to get behind on Raw again. I, I, it's nice to be excited about seeing these guys every week. AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Kevin Owens, Zack Ryder to an extent, um, you know, the Bullet Club coming in, all these guys, and it's like, Honestly, the best way to do it is whatever the simplest version is because we're going to be excited either way. So don't overthink it. Just put guys, good guys in there against bad guys in there that we want to see and give them a story. Um, that's all you need to do. It Just keep it simple. And I think they're doing that. I think the best example of that, to be honest with you, is Roman Reigns and AJ Styles. 
you got the, the top guy getting booed against the top guy getting cheered at this very moment. That makes a lot of sense to me. And not not to mention too, I can I can also say what doesn't make sense about that. But also also think about it too. Um, technically, a reunion doesn't mean a match too. So it doesn't. It can be at a point where how Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family came out to help Roman Reigns. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see you know other familiar faces with Rona Reigns in that in that manner. If they did that, don't you think Survivor Series would be a real nice fit for that? Like a five on five type of thing? Right. If they had a common enemy. I I I dig what you're saying there. But um um but what I was about to say is uh, somebody has to explain to me how the Wyatt family's being faces make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense at all. And that's gonna ruin them. It's like it's a desperate plea to keep them alive or keep them relevant with there's many injuries. And, and if Aaron, you just broke this news, and if it's a legitimate injury for Bray Wyatt, who are you down left to Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman? Well, then you take them off TV them. at that point, man. It's yeah. no point. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't necessarily make sense, but the Wyatts are crazy. It doesn't necessarily have to. And I was in Dallas, and they got a great reaction, even though they pretty much jobbed out to Cena and Rock in pretty flat session, but... People still had a reaction to him. There's the, Bray Wyatt's special. He is. And he can kind of bend either way. It's almost like Brock Lesnar's not really a babyface or a heel either, but we're not going to say don't put Brock against this guy or this guy. It's, with Brock, it's just about I'm going to suplex you all over the ring. With Bray, it's like I'm here to create chaos. And I was honestly, it was pretty intriguing to see him stare Roman Reigns down at the end of the end of Raw, even though it didn't necessarily make sense. Like, they're not having a match at a pay-per-view anytime soon, but you get that seed planted for when we do get that, revisit that. Yep. Even though I am i don't know how I feel about them revisiting that, because they had a pretty lengthy feud in culminating in the cell last mm-hmm. fall, if I'm not mistaken. See, the, the thing about Brock is he has... Paul Heyman, so it doesn't matter how they book him because Paul Heyman has the power to uh, tilt it either way. But don't wouldn't, um, couldn't you say the same Bray Wyatt has himself to do the same thing? Yeah, no, Bray Wyatt's not the issue. It's Braun Strowman, who they was getting ready to build as a mega tyrant, who they snubbed him from the Andre the Giant Memorial, and, <laughs> and having him to be unstoppable with this finisher, and now he's a face? Yeah, it's a little weird. Hey, you want to know why? Because he's a victim of John Cena. When in doubt, blame uh, John Cena. Yeah, he, he has a. Has he? Has he even wrestled yet? Uh, I don't think so. Not directly, no. No. The only singles <laughs> match I remember of Braun Strowman was against Dean Ambrose in that horrible main event on Raw before WrestleMania. Yeah. So. You know, that's that's the person I'm worried about because the original plans of how they was going to book him, well, I can't even say the original plan because that's been moved around so much, but the way that we kind of got the impression of how they was going to book him, it just went completely away from it. I wanted to see him, you know, slightly take a Rusev approach and, you know, eventually get brought down to life. But not only just that, Solidify how powerful the Wyatt family is just only makes Bray Wyatt look better. Well, there might be a kibosh on that if this injury thing's real because I'm seeing more stuff come out and it's not sounding like better. It's sounding like it was pretty bad. Like that match was clearly stopped because of him getting hurt. 
is what I'm reading here. Wow. Well, we, we almost had the AJ Styles scare, too. Oh, man, I would have just, I would have keeled over. That would have stunk. I mean, these guys don't need to be in, like, 20 to 25-minute matches on Raw where they're doing high spots. Like, it's Raw. Like, it's, it's okay to, it's okay to lock, you know, get a chin lock in there for a while. It's okay. We, we get it. We know we're going to see him go crazy at the pay-per-view. It's all right. I don't know. Um, anything else? Like, we kind of mashed everything together here. You know, we got, I think we're... Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens makes a lot of sense. The AJ and Roman thing makes a lot of sense. Bullet Club's intriguing to see what they're going to do next. Um, Cesaro and Miz should be a lot of fun, like you said, D-Wayne. The Divas thing's going. I love that Emma and Becky Lynch are getting a singles feud. I know you like that too, Two James. Yeah, Emma just beat Paige on uh, SmackDown, which is big. I heard that was like, like almost like jobberish how quick she beat her. You went know what I don't like. Go, Emma. I heard that it was like a very quick Paige fashion. Must have some, Paige must have some backstage heat. On what her. did she do, man? Yeah, she had to do something. She might have. She might have made a trip to Walmart or something. No. <laughs> well, yeah. I just like I said, we'll have to see it on SmackDown tomorrow night. But I read that it was like borderline jobberish. It was a very quick, quick match. And remember, Paige lost to Summer Rae on Raw not too long ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I don't like how they're treating my girl. I think I think Sasha will be just fine, Dwayne. I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mean, we know she'll be just fine. She'll be just, just like, fine. Uh, you know what? What are you going to do with Sasha right now that's not going to make her feel like a lower peg on the totem pole if she's not in the title picture? You know what I mean? And, and on top of that, you don't want to overexpose her. Yeah. yeah. It's going to feel so much more exciting when she comes back and says, all right, I'm the boss now, my title. You, you know it's going to – don't worry. I, I understand that it's you coming. miss her. You miss you miss the ones you love, but doesn't absence make the heart grow fonder, D-Wayne? No, because I would love to see her every time. <laughs> if she would have won the championship at WrestleMania, it wouldn't have been a good look. Hey, look, first of all, if she would have won that championship, I would have had to win this belt the next day. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't. Have, oh, it wouldn't have been a good look. Well, I would have had. A, I would have had the women's belt and the little uh, changed out the little uh, medallions to her. Yeah. I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. She's going to win title in a one-on-one match with Charlotte later this year, and it will culminate with Bailey Sasha Part Three at WrestleMania next year. Never that is happened. not even happening. It's None totally of that's happening. happening. It's totally happening. You guys didn't think Charlotte was retaining at WrestleMania because you live in this fantasy world, but I'll tell you like it is, brother. You know why it's not going to happen? Because you just just said you wanted Natalya to win. I do, but then Charlotte will get it right back. Like Then you can put some shine on Natty. You know why I want Natty to win? Because Natty's lost to Charlotte. I can count four different occasions since the first NXT takeover that she's lost to her in a singles in, in order for this to be an exciting encounter, I feel like Natty's got to win in a shocking fashion, just for short term, then get it back on to Charlotte. And then she can go around saying she's a two-time WWE Women's Champion. Hmm, sounds like somebody else I know. Yeah. Don't, don't worry, Becky Lynch would definitely have the title this year before Sasha. she got to get past Emma first. Listen, I'm not saying Becky's not going to. I think Becky can have a run with it too, but I think all roads point towards Sasha and Bayley Part 3. 
That's the biggest women's match that you could do at WrestleMania next year, in my opinion. Get past Emma. Got to get past Emma first. I'll stop it. How is she even up on the total pole? She just got out of the doghouse. Don't worry about it. She's creeping up there. Emma's creeping. He would have Cody Rhodes be world champion if it was up to him. You know, that would be a perfect WWE for me. That's a perfect WWE. Let him do his thing. It's fine. Man, you know what? Eden, Eden so can call every single match and I'll be like, perfect. Anyway. You're, so, you're so biased. It's crazy. Speaking of Eva Maria, I heard she's wrestling Asuka on NXT again tonight. That should be kind of awesome. Yeah, it will be kind of awesome. And Nakamura is going to wrestle exactly. tonight, too. Is this where he gets the staples? Oscar. What's that? Is this where uh, Nakamura gets the staples? No, that happened at a live event um, over the weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Like a non-TV thing. It was that thing. Gotcha. Yeah, I watched that video. I would not want staples in the back of my head. That sounds awful. Um, at least it was on the short part where he has his hair cut short and had to mess up his haircut or anything. Gotcha. So, um, we, we covered everything pretty quickly there, guys. I'm impressed with um. But shout out to Balls Mahoney and, and you know, unfortunate death. Yeah. Uh, you, you gave us a, on a text last night, and I did read that it was true. So just yep. shout out to Was he like 40, original ECW 44, man? That's terrible. 44. 44. Um, yeah. And and his former tag partner, uh, Axel Rotten, not too long ago also. Yep. He'll be tagging up in heaven now, I guess. Um, yep, exactly. Let me, let me ask you guys this to kind of wrap up, I guess, because we really covered Raw. Um I think kind of what the kind of the broad stroke I'm getting from our group is that we we like the talent, and I think we like some of the matches that are being had on TV. The thing about it is some of the storytelling could be a little tighter or a little more uh-huh. logical. And you know, I'll take good wrestling any day of the week. That's why I still I love Ring of Honor. You guys should uh, watch the one they posted recently before they take it down on Thursday. Kenny Omega wrestled ACH, and it was a lot of fun. And the new wow, the, uh, okay. the young bucks are out there doing the Terminator thing, and Kenny Omega singing along with his like very dramatic entrance music is hilarious, and he does it on ROH, which is recorded in Vegas. Um, but well, let me ask you guys this: We were in Dallas. We obviously didn't have enough time to catch up on like Hall of Fame, the Stone Cold podcast, or even to watch Mania or NXT as how it appeared on the network compared to being there live in person. Um, have have you guys watched it all since you've been back? What what did you notice? Were there any surprises or takeaways? Um, how much have you had the chance to watch? I haven't watched any of it. Actually, I wanted to watch the Stone Cold podcast with uh, Mick Foley tonight. Actually, I wanted to do that. Cool. What about you, uh, D Wayne? Have you had a chance to go back and watch anything from WrestleMania weekend? No, I haven't had a chance to watch anything from. WrestleMania weekend, so uh, hopefully I'll catch it. I'm um, going to Orlando Sunday, so hopefully I'll catch some of it while I'm down there. Cool. Two teams? Yeah, I watched uh, NST over, and I watched uh, parts of uh, WrestleMania over. Did you have any takeaways from, like, how things looked or what you might not have noticed? Or Okay, WrestleMania the definitely was on crowd control on TV. The chants weren't as big. I mean, they got lost in that big space, I thought, just being there. Yeah, but, yeah, I didn't hear some chants that I was hearing in the stadium. <laughs> you, you talking about the main event? Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. And the thing is, they totally edited, they didn't edit out way more offensive chants from NXT. Those are still very much in there. Very much. Um, um, yeah, uh, 
other than that, uh, nothing, nothing too surprised. I was looking at the Kota. Uh, uh, I always get tongue tied trying to say his name. Kota Abushi. Abushi. Yeah, I always want to say yeah, whatever. But Abushi, I went back to look at that again, of course, because. And I wanted to hear Corey Graves is awesome. He really is. That's what I have to say they did a great job with the um, the three last matches on Takeover. Just there was a lot of realism they put into it, and Corey Graves does a great job. And uh, what's the other guy's name? Rich Brennan. Yeah, he's good too. I like him too. Um, all that Takeover really held up for me, except for that Austin Aries match, which was unfortunate, being his debut. I watched I watched all of WrestleMania in small chunks over the last week or so. And um, I, I still find it to be a very enjoying, sh- uh, enjoyable show, but it was a lot easier to digest in pieces because if you look at the time thing, without counting the pre-show, it's four four hours and 51 minutes. And it's the longest WrestleMania on record from what, I, what I've what i heard. Um, I've been doing the Hall of Fame piecemeal since the weekend. The Freebirds speech is very, very long and not as great as people made it out to be. But you know whose speech was awesome was Snoop Dogg's. Yeah. Really good. He really throws back to a lot of his favorite wrestlers and shows a lot of respect for the business and um, gives a shout-out to his cousin, D-Wayne, and it was a nice moment. And nice. Um, John Cena did a really good job inducting him. That was actually between that and then um, The Godfather <laughs> – just some of the stories that the the uh, acolytes told were pretty nice. I have not watched Sting's speech, but I've seen most of Ric Flair's induction, and Ric Flair made it more about himself than anything. I don't know why they give him. That's probably why they don't give him a live microphone on Raw anymore. He literally talked about himself, and like he talked a lot about. He talked more about his retirement match with Shawn Michaels than he did about Sting, which is a shame because Sting's the icon, the franchise. Right. Um. The other thing I wanted to throw out there, I know, two chains. you haven't had a chance to watch any of Invasion Attack. I'll tell you the matches you need to look out for. Um, this kid named Will Ospreay, he's 23 years old, and he's a British wrestler. And he's amazing. And he wrestles Kushida for the um, the junior heavyweight title. Yep. A little short for my liking because I thought they were just getting going. But, man, they really worked. Kushida really worked the arm for the hoverboard lock. You know what I mean? This Osprey kid was amazing, though. I need to do some more homework on him. And then the other match that you need to watch is the main event, um, Naito against Okada. And Naito's got this, like, super heel stable. It's called Los Ignoblerace or something. I can't even pronounce it. Kevin Kelly did a better job than I did, but what a match. And then, so Naito wins the title and then throws the belt down, like Shane Douglas style, and walks out to end the pay-per-view. (laughs) <laughs> and there's a I put a, a gif I think it, do you guys say gif or jif yeah okay. gif yeah okay I put a gif up that someone had taken of him throwing the title down but I'll tell you what those guys lost a lot of talent to WWE since Christmas and it yep. was still a very enjoyable show I didn't watch all the matches I'm not a huge Shibata fan because I don't like hearing people clunk their heads together for real I know that you really liked the Shibata match the last time we reviewed New Japan um, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom, but that main event, it's like a 30-minute match, and it's very, very, very good. Um, so, yeah, look out for those two. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, they did the never-open-weight title match, and that was pretty good too, but it, I, I feel like it didn't really get going too much, but that main event and the Kushida match, check that out for sure. Anything else, gentlemen? 
I'm I'm clear on my plate. Yes, I'm I have on my something. plate up with food. You miss John Cena, D Wayne. That's what it. Okay, go ahead. I have two things. One, Roman Reigns. Oh, oh no. It's okay. I uh, accept I'm, it. I'm leaving because you aren't a good guy. You aren't a bad guy. You are the guy. And number two, whether we like it or not. Whether you like it or not. Number two. Tonight is the end of an era. Uh oh. Oh gosh. I knew you were gonna do as this. A, as a devout Lakers fan, the Kobe Bryant. Oh my god, I'm definitely leaving. It just it's it's end of an era. End of an era of competitiveness. Of not of not wanting to team up but wanting to, to go down your throat just to win a title. It's the end of the era. Kobe the past twenty years have been great watching you play. You know, minus the cute, minus the few injury rating se- seasons, but and that's beside the point. trips to Colorado. Oh. <sighs> no, no disrespect from the Phoenix <laughs> guy. Trips to Colorado. <laughs> no ships. No champion. His Phoenix does has no championships. Um, <laughs> I'm gone. Um, but yeah, we appreciate it. And tonight, going to watch your last game. Like a proud father. Oh boy! They Thank had, you, Kobe. <laughs> they Mamba had, out. They had a guy who did all the things you just praised him for, minus the trip to Colorado. And uh, his name was Michael Jordan, and he has six championships, and he's the goat, and he's from Chicago. Well, he's nice from Chicago, but he played in Chicago. Yeah, what, D Wayne? Yeah, he, you mute your mic. He, you know what that about. guy also said? What did he also that say? Guy, Cowboys, guy. Fans are Lakers, Cowboys fans that are Lakers fans that are probably Yankees fans. Uh, I, I, actually, so, I don't so like the Yankees. get that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm definitely not a Yankees fan. No, you're, no. A, you're a Patriots fan. No, that's a disgrace right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Pretty, much, pretty much in our era coming up that there's this group of people that just – Saw just one team winning championships all the time. It was like that's my team. Well, with the, with the Lakers, I liked them when they, when they had Nick Van Exel. Nick Van Exel was one of my favorite players. I like Nick Van Exel too. Everybody like Nick Van Exel. That ain't enough to make you want to be a Lakers fan. He has though. a cool name. It to me. They should make a wrestler with a name. All they did is Rob Van Dam, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know what? I had a I have a buddy who's a huge Cowboy fan, and he. He got to be a fan of them because he watched them in the Super Bowl. But it wasn't because the, they were in the Super Bowl. It was because Michael Jackson performed at halftime that year. And he just said, well, I like Michael Jackson. The Cowboys won the game. I'm going to like the Cowboys. Yeah, there's always, it's always people that just, you just don't understand. But, hey, whatever. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here, you guys. We'll catch you guys again on the Sunday three count. Um, look for our on our Twitter, at BGB Group. We'll put a poll out of some topics, and you guys can tell us what you want us to talk about. I thought that worked out pretty well this past Sunday for our three count. If you missed it, we talked about the women's title picture, the IC title picture, kind of moving forward, as well as The Undertaker's future and questions about his retirement that have popped up. I'm sure we'll talk about the Bullet Club guys more this weekend, but um, 
For the crew, this is Aaron with D-Wayne, with 2 Chains, with Mr. Sidley Salas, with Dr. M in spirit from his hole, his post-WrestleMania hole. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Take care.